Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of I'm a Pole Dancer, a pole podcast by pole dancers for pole dancers and the curious. I am your host, Sari the Scary Fairy, and today I have Neda on the other end of the line with me. Hi! Hello! How are you today? I'm doing good. How, why don't you tell our audience who you are, whatever you want them to know. You can brag as much as you want. There's no need to be humble here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm a uh, full-time nurse practitioner. Um, I do a lot of the COVID testing now, and I mostly do a lot of gyne and prenatal health. Um, I was a labor and delivery nurse for five years before this job. And then um, I discovered pull uh, like a year and a half ago. Um and that's what I do when, when I'm not in clinic. I get paid to do what I do in the clinic, though, but unfortunately not yet on the pole. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's been an amazing outlet. Um, I have my pole at home, and nice. I've been progressing a lot more uh, through this pandemic because, um, you know, learning pole is all I can really do when I come home now. Right, yeah. I mean, especially with all the lockdowns and things like that, it's... It gets hard, but you're a nurse practitioner, so you're constantly out there on the front lines. Like, wow, thank you so much for everything that you're doing for this pandemic. It's it's really been quite quite the roller coaster. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's, I'm in Los Angeles, so it's pretty, we're one of the worst hit spots right now. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so glad to hear that vaccines are being rolled out, so there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, but again, thank you so much for all the hard work that you're putting into this. Um, so going into today's topic, today we are talking about um, hijabs and poll and feminism. Three mm-hmm. fantastic... I, I'm just so stoked about this. So let's start with you and how you got started into pole. Like, what 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 bug bit you? How did, how did it bite you? <laughs> um. Well, my my main sport is swimming. Um. More like was right now because there's not any pools open at this time. But you know, um, in August of 2009, I had a two mile competition in the ocean that oh, I was wow. training for. Yeah, it was a peer to peer and. You know, the day after that race, um, I was like, I just want to take, like, a short break from swimming and try something else. So I looked on ClassPass, and I saw there was a pole studio, like, a mile from me. And I was like, you know, I want to try doing some hoe shit, you know. And I wanted to go try it. And and, and that's really all I understood about pole is I was like, it's respectfully hoe shit. That's all I knew. And I wanted to try it in a private environment. Um you know, um, just with some, with some skilled hoes, like, you know, um, and my, you know, my, my teacher was a former stripper as well. Excellent. And she was, yeah, she was the one that was leading the class that day. Um, and when I went, I was like, I mean, I was expecting to be a joke. I was like, cause you know, I went there, it was a room full of other girls, but you know, I still went in like with my hijab cause I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure, you know, um, that I'm not being filmed or anything like that but anyway Mm -hmm. um and you know like it was just a really 
welcoming environment. Everybody was very happy to see me. I did not get any weird looks that I was anticipating. The instructor was super welcoming towards me, and I was very sore when I left that class. Like, I did not know how shake can be as hard as it was. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, um, I just kept going back. I was I still would swim three times a week, and then two times a week I go to pole. It was the way I would treat myself, and you know, um, I just started to progress more. Um, I started to feel stronger, nice. and with time, yeah, with time I started to feel more and more like okay. Even though I'm not public about anything, you know, exotic, um, I still saw that like like there's like ten other categories in pole, and I just saw that there is a place for me where I could comfortably feel public about it. And that's when I started, like, spending more time doing polls, started investing in, like, private classes as well. Um, and I was doing stuff that I never, uh, that just kind of looked impossible to me. And oh, then I was nice. doing it, you know. Um, and that and that, that feeling was very addictive, so I just kept going back. That's incredible. Oh, I love that. And you do poll <laughs> in your in your hijab. And that's so cool. What, so, I don't know, let's, let's expand on that so I and please correct me if I'm wrong about anything um, or if I say anything incorrectly I want to make sure that I'm respectful and that I I do things correctly so with your hijab you were mentioning that you're concerned about people filming you um, do you just want to elaborate a little bit on like what 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 those boundaries are well, I mean, there for me, it was more, like, personal boundaries. I mean, obviously, in the studio, like, they do have, like, a no-filming policy. Mm. You know, if there's, like, people in the background or whatever. But it was, like, I didn't know that when I first came in, you right. know. Um, and, like I said, I just didn't know the environment. And typically, for, like, people, I don't, regardless of what whatever rule there is about, like, hijab, I just didn't, I just didn't want to take it off in front of, like, a bunch of people I didn't know. Of course. Um, even though it's okay to take it in, off in front of other women. Like, I was, like, I still didn't really know, like, the environment, um, you know, so uh, as far as my personal boundary, um, I think that, like, with stuff like exotic dance, there's there's women that feel empowered doing it in public, um, which is great, but for me, that's just a boundary I have for myself, that if I wanted to get in touch more, like, with my sexuality and, you know, it's, like, through exotic dance and becoming more comfortable with my body, I felt... Um, I felt, I just felt better doing it in private, in like a safer space. Cause I felt like this is kind of like my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that like, uh, yeah, I think in, in general, you know, um, our choices to, you know, for them to be validated, don't always have to be shared with everybody else. Yes. Um, the reason that I started sharing my poll videos in hijab was because I felt like, you know, doing more, um, gymnastic stuff like on the pole like more aerial stuff which is its own category it's very different from exotic dance and of mm-hmm. course there's still gymnastics elements in exotic dance oh yes. you know um yeah but either way I was like okay well if like being sexual is something I want to do privately um you know uh, I kind of felt like with the moves that I was doing in pole that involved more like going upside down more strength more um like more gymnastics element that's something that personally for me I was okay being public with because I kind of felt like you know um I wasn't even trying to send any kind of message through my videos I was just like look at this trick I can do yeah. like you know, um you know so 
Yeah, I think when people see me, they think that I'm posting my videos to like send some kind of message to people. And I'm like, no, if I have a message, I'm very clear about that message. I'm usually yelling into the phone. You know, like uh, when I post my poll tricks, I'm just like, look at how strong I am, you know, because I like showing that. Heck yes. Heck yes. And the other question I had is, is there other rules regarding that in terms of um, like a certain amount of skin exposure when you're in the studio? Because I do know that. When you pull, there is that whole thing where you, you need skin to grip. But I also know that in, um, now please remind me, hijab is with the Muslim, is that correct? Yeah, it's an Islamic practice, but the mm-hmm. actual veiling is not necessarily unique to us. Like, you know, um, plenty of like orthodoxy and religion, they, they wear veils. I mean, every depiction of like Virgin Mary, she has her hair covered. So like, it doesn't start from us. Okay. But that- style and practice and everything it is associated with islam gotcha gotcha now for you specifically are there any other rules regarding skin covering like i noticed you do wear a lot of sticky leggings which i'm so glad we have sticky leggings now because pole bruises are not fun um (laughs) can you tell me what that's been like or what what choices you've made around that yeah like as far as the rules i mean it depends who you ask because there's also people that don't believe that hijab is a requirement to begin with, which is fine. You know, mm. I mean, religious practice has its own interpretations. Um, for me, it was not going to be relevant whether it was required or not. For me, like when I started wearing hijab, it was like, you know, being Muslim became like a very important part of my identity. And that's how I express my identity. You know, I stick to, I try to stick to the tradition as much as I can to stay consistent, you know. Um, but I mean, I mean, there's people that will, will say that like, you know, covering your legs and covering um your arms and and chest and all that is what's required but then of course there's others that say it's not hijab unless you cover your figure as well so that's some people could see how i'm dressed as unacceptable because i'm very curvy and like you know my leggings are tight and all that and i'm like that's fine you know you could think that way but i mean it's not paying my bills it's not contributing to like my relationship with god or whatever so it's like you know the rules are going to vary based on who you ask and, you know, their own cultural, like, experiences and biases and so on. I mean, that's not unique to hijab, but, you know, um, for me personally, I'm like, I'm I'm curvier. I'm a little bit bigger. Of course, my shit is going to show sometimes. I could wear a potato sack and you can still tell I have a huge ass. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to, you know, just because it's making people uncomfortable, I'm like, well, this is just the way my body is you know yeah um, yeah you could you could have big titties and a big ass and it doesn't mean that like you know um just just like you're just because you're not hiding it with like baggy clothing that doesn't mean that like um you know you're trying to be enticing or whatever it's just more like i'm just existing with a big ass what's the problem you know exactly yes 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 to that just exist with that big ass (laughs) you know but yeah the sticky leggings um i found out about them uh, I mean, before the sticky leggings, like, I was just kind of doing pole in private. Um, you know, I would be wearing the shorts and, you know, the sports bra, but, like, then I had an instructor tell me about, like, you know, the sticky pants, and that's when I started looking into it. Um, and then it was just like, whoa, like, I didn't know sticky clothing exists. So, um, so yeah, that's when I also felt more comfortable showing my videos and everything um, because, like, stuff like sticky clothing exists, and it's made it a lot easier Um, I love the sticky pants, even if, like, you know, I wasn't doing it, like, to be consistent with, like, my, the way I dress, because it's, like, you know, I don't have sweat from under my knees, like, compromising my grip, 
mm. you know. Yes. And, like, I don't have, you know, even if, like, I, if I don't shave my legs and it's, like, I don't have to worry about my hair catching onto the pole, you know. So, like, sticky pants is super convenient, even if, like, you're not wearing hijab. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, for just a 100,000 reasons, like having less pole bruises alone is, like, one reason enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, when it comes to hijab and pole, have you encountered any, like, pain points? Has anyone ever uh, reached out and said anything? Um, has there been any any point of contention with that? Has, what's, oh, what's hell your... yeah, especially when I first started posting videos. Like, I had... You know, last year I put up my, a clip of my first performance, you know, with a holiday party. Um, I did a routine to Sally's song from um, from Nightmare Before Christmas. And, you know, I mean, I was still a beginner back then, so it was a pretty simple routine. Um, and that went viral, and that ended up like, you know, um, yeah, I got a lot of hate messages, but I mean, you know, no. there was a time, I mean, yeah, like there was a, I mean, um, I, I would find my videos like in some kind of like Egyptian commentary or whatever like some guy looking like a thumb like talking shit about me you know um, I became the subject of like a lot of like um, you know a lot of like commentary that I didn't even understand those languages but it was like I know what what I knew what they were saying um, you know there was one time where I had a bunch of like Chechen people message me and you know um, they would go to war on my like Facebook Oh my, God. Um, my Facebook videos, like, um, you know, and then it would be like these like Russians that I mean, that were, I mean, basically I had learned how to read the word whore in like six different languages. Like oh I would recognize one in Russian, someone's calling me a whore, like, you know, um, like, yeah, people would go to war, like on my, on my posts, um, some between very supportive and some between very angry but either way it got me a shitload of followers and <laughs> yeah <I started> <laughs> well why were people sending you so much hate ma so much hate mail so many hate messages i think because you know the typical thing of like you know you're misrepresenting islam you're making us look bad blah 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 but it's like you know um i think that just comes from kind of like collectivist society where it's like one person who shares your identity is also going to make them look bad mm -hmm. you know so, you know, that kind of thing, I think that they were angry that like, you know, um, that's, uh, I mean, I mean, it, I noticed that this is not even a Muslim thing. A lot of people outside of pole, when they refer to pole, they, re they refer to it as a stripper pole, mm -hmm. you know, only like any time that there would be some kind of pole at another occasion that the routine is not even really that sexual. They would, they would say like, why is there a pole like around kids or, you know, even on like a like gym, gym like child gymnast doing you know going on pole you know um basically criticizing them for why why are we sexualizing children like that i think as soon as they see pole muslim or not a lot of people see it as like you know you're doing whole shit and in a bad way so i don't think that this is unique to just muslims oh absolutely there is such a huge stigma around pole that like we're i mean as I'm sure you know on Instagram we're in the huge fight for to like get those censorship rules like back them off support our stripper sisters yeah. all that jazz it's it's a mess <laughs> yeah and I think um you know I think when uh in the beginning sometimes people would be like look like 
pole isn't just for strippers. And I'm like, but that's not what I'm trying to, that's not, that's not what I'm trying to show. Like, of course, pole came from stripping and there's a lot of like, you know, um, there's a lot of jobs that have their origins in sex work. Like that's okay. But mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that, um, when I post my videos, it's like, I want to show that like, um, that pole is accessible, you know, yeah. um, that you don't have to, like, if, if, if you're doing it for stripping, that's great. You know, but like, I feel like with pole, there's just so many benefits, um, to it that, you know, I do really like showing how accessible it is. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, um, that's just what I like showing is that pole is accessible. You know, if you're doing it for sex work or exotic dance, like that's fine. You know, um, and of course, like it's something to be supported, but you know, like for somebody like me, like, you know, I do like to show that pole is just very accessible. Hey, friendships, I've got something really exciting to share with you. Are you looking for a new pole outfit? What about a new pair of pleasers? Well, I'm really happy to say that listeners of this podcast get a special 15% discount code when shopping with Xana Polewear. You can find them on Instagram at Xana Polewear, all one word, Xana spelled like X-A-N-A. When you're at the checkout, check out with the discount code PDPODCAST. Just like when I do when we play our little game at the end of every episode. Again, that's PD Podcast with Xana Polware. Happy shopping! Yeah, yeah, no, pole is accessible to anybody and everybody. So I also wanted to steer this conversation a little bit into feminism as well, because I know a lot of people, and I, I think this is ridiculous personally, when people are like, oh, if you're covering your body, that's not feminism which feminism is something that each and every person defines for themselves do you want to dive into what feminism means for you or any of these have you encountered any of these people claiming that you're not being a feminist oh, yeah. oh yes i mean i start I'm, I'm almost 33 now and i started wearing hijab when i was 21 so of course like you know when everybody knew me uh, without hijab and then i started putting it on of course i got criticism of like you know what i'm doing is not feminist or whatever um, but my response to that is that, like, you know, feminism is about, like, respecting choice, and it might not be a choice that is what you would pick, but, I mean, that's what, um, yeah, that's, that's how I respond, is that, like, not everybody's choice is going to align with yours, but it still deserves to be supported, mm-hmm. and, you know, if, if we're saying that as, as feminists, we're supposed to, like, respect choice and everything, we shouldn't be trying to dictate what that choice is for other people. You know, exactly. um, even even with sex work and stripping, some people find it very empowering, but you do have strippers that also find it very oppressive. You know, um, what's empowering to one person is going to be oppressive to other people. Like, um, of course, like with with hijab, it's oppressive in a lot of contexts. But, you know, you also have women who started wearing hijab because they felt pressured to show more skin, not on their terms. So putting hijab on became freedom to them. You know, I think it's just, like I said, certain things are going to be empowering to one person and they're going to be oppressive to another, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I tell people. Wow. Yeah. And you hit the nail on the head right there. Like just because someone else views it as oppressive to them doesn't mean that it is oppressive to someone else. Like you, you wear your hijab out of choice. No one's forcing you to do it. And we need to get away from this mentality of, oh, if 
this person it doesn't like I think the thing is is people think that if they see other women in these religions and they're like oh they're being oppressed because they're being forced to do these well you don't know their story you don't know their backstory you don't know if that was something that they did by choice for themselves to empower themselves versus maybe in a different context you're right it may be oppressive but you you can't make that judgment call you can't just blanket term it all as oppressive yeah wow 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 so when it comes to poll like do you do you ever get any of that in the poll studio or in the poll community as well oh hell no they're the most like accepting people i've ever met like Yay. i mean my yeah i mean you know i mean i have not been i've really only had experience with the studio that's closest to me you know um but it's like the studio that that i go to like every body type is there every color is there it's very inclusive um you know so i mean yeah i, I got nothing but like um you know, people being happy that this is what I'm doing. I never, I've never gotten questioned for Amazing. wearing hijab. What were some of the, I guess now we're going to go into more of a positive light here. What have been some of the great positive things that have come from uh, you posting your videos and wearing your hijab and doing poll? Oh, like, you know, other women like from, like, um, from Egypt or from, you know, I mean, Oman or other predominantly Muslim countries, like, they message me saying that, you know, like, they have a home poll. They're really happy to see me doing poll. I think that I've had a, a really big outpouring of support from other Muslim women. So, you know, I'm happy um, to show that, like, it is possible to um, to do things without fearing public backlash. I think because I'm already doing something that has a stigma attached to it, even in the non-Muslim world, you mm -hmm. know, and then I feel like when other women see me, they're like, you know, I, I think what people see is that I'm not controlled um, by how other people might see me, yeah. you know. Um, and so I think, like, um, that's where, like, I think that's where, like, I inspire people and other positives. Like, you know, I've had, like, two other Muslim women um, start poll and they got a whole poll and, like, you know, I would uh, do FaceTime, like, introductions to poll with them. Nice. Um, yeah, so... So yeah, I think, I think, um, as shitty as the response was initially, like it came with a whole outpouring of support. I feel like for every shitty ass comment that I get, I would get like 10 really positive messages uh, from other women. So, I mean, the response from other women has been really good. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Do you have any future plans for performances or possibly competing in like PSO once COVID is all done and over with? I would consider competing, but I would think, you know, like, um, I definitely want to open a poll studio one day when I have more skill and understanding of like how business works, because like I've already made it to the top of like my nursing career. Like I got my nurse practitioner. I don't feel like going back to school. I'm done. You know, um, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I feel like my next endeavor, like, years from now, would probably be opening a studio. I, I, I would question about competition just because, I mean, I love performing. I love doing, like, you know, holiday performances. Um, but I think with competition, like, because I've already had so much competition in swimming before, um, mm. like, this was kind of the thing. The pole was the kind of thing that I do for myself. Um, you know, I... I kind of, I mean, I feel like I'm very disciplined in pole and I'm very persistent, but I, I kind of don't, I kind of want to avoid the competition mentality I had with swimming, you know? That is super fair. Competitions can be so mentally draining depending on the category that you're in. Like, 
been there, done that. It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, with pole, there's a higher risk of, of injury, you know? Um, mm-hmm. you, like, you have to repeat the same routine so many times to compete and everything, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, look, I love pole, but I have a full-time job. Like, yeah. I, you know, um, as much as I love pole, it's not what is paying my bills. So, you know, um, I think I would be careful with competition, because I don't want to sustain, like, some kind of injury that's going to impact other parts of my life. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, the injuries are rough when you get them. Like, I've had numerous injuries. Um, fortunately, it doesn't affect my day job because I, I work from home. But, yeah, oh, that injury life, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so you would like to open a pole studio. If you could open a pole studio, if you had all the money in the world, what would your dream studio look like? Um, I think it'd probably be something a little bit smaller, and I think I'd want to, like, um, make it appealing to I guess people I don't know I mean I definitely want to think about the accessibility part of it mm-hmm. you know I think some studios have a reputation of like having like perfect Instagram model looking type bodies uh, you know yeah um which I mean if that's what you're going for okay but you know I definitely um I think like if I start a pole studio I'd want to uh make it accessible to women who are just kind of starting from like the ground up you know, as far as body positivity mm-hmm. and just um, becoming familiar with, like, their movements and everything. I wouldn't try to, like, make it something hardcore. Right, right. And I think that's another great point, too, is just a lot of pole studios, I've been noticing this more recently, I mean, maybe in my area where I live, but, like, more pole studios are posting photos and videos of all different types of bodies. I know at least my pole studio is. And it's so great to see that. But, yeah, you're right. There's still a handful of pole studios out there that are still posting, like, the Instagram perfect body, which I I don't like that term, Instagram perfect body. That's, like, there shouldn't be a perfect body. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, that's kind of why I stopped, like, favoriting, like, videos and trying to, like, you know, make it my pole goal because, like, um... Uh, like with a lot of the videos that are that get the most views on Instagram, people they're usually a lot thinner, and mm-hmm. in pole like there's some moves that are going to be harder to get if like you're a little bit thicker. Like I cannot go into a Superman like as easily because it's like I have more thigh meat and that shit burns, you know. Oh, um, Superman burns so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, like I kind of stopped like like trying to. Um, keep up with like Instagram tricks or whatever because like you know I mean everybody's body goes at its own pace and some moves mm-hmm. are going to be need more a little a little bit more accommodation if you're of a different body type oh 100% what are some of your favorite moves on the pole um let's see I really like leg hangs I really like leg switches yes uh, yeah um you know, I love more, like, I love ballerina spin. I love anything that kind of has, like, ballet elements to it as far as spin. Nice. Um, you know, because I feel like I get to, like, look pretty and graceful like a ballerina without fucking up my te- my feet. Yes! So. <laughs> <laughs> without the shitty toes and the destroyed bones in your feet. Oh, my God, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, we couldn't afford like gymnastics or ballet and I really liked both of them but it's like you know both of them it's like you have a lot of injuries and I feel like with pole 
I get to like experience both elements, but like lower impact. Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, ballerina moves because they make you look pretty. Mm, love it. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to say or touch on? I feel like we could probably move on to the game component pretty soon. Okay, yeah, we could do that. Yeah? Okay. All right, so we are going to play Guess That Pole Move. I will send you a pole move via Instagram, just the photo. I'm going to mute myself so you can't hear me, and I'm going to tell the audience what the move is called, and then I'll come back, and I'll have you describe it and try to name it. Okay. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. All right, guys, so the move that I'm sending Nita is called Stargazer. That is Stargazer. If you want to look it up on Instagram, that's hashtag PD Stargazer. Again, hashtag PD Stargazer. Okay, I sent you the move. Oh, that is Stargazer. Oh, you knew that! <laughs> <laughs> well, since you already knew that, do you want to describe what it looks like? Oh, I'm not supposed to name it. Well, you can name it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You're supposed to. That's the whole point of the game. Oh, okay, okay. All right, yeah. So Stargazer, basically, you go into a pole sit. You um, you hook your left leg around the pole, grab your ankle, let the right leg slide down. Um, and then uh, for me, I'm not as flexible as this picture. So, um, you know, I let my, my right leg slide down as much as possible and look all the way back. Um, but, yeah, I, I can do a modified um, version of this where I just kick, make my uh, left arm look like it's doing some kind of, like, ballerina pose because I'm definitely not going to be able to grab with the, left, with the left arm yet. Yeah, no, I cannot grab the pole like I cannot do this trick as flexible as this person can I just saw that and was like what <laughs> no I'm, I'm barely just getting um more more comfortable in doing like a uh, wheel pose so yeah I do not I don't have this back back flexibility yet <laughs> it takes a lot of work I've been working on my flexibility for such a long time and like before I started pole I was like the least flexible person in the world so I've been polling for, like, almost four years, so, like, it takes time, but you can do it. You can get there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Well, you got that one so quickly. Shall I send you another one? Yes. Okay. All right. Maybe this one might be better. Okay. I'm going to BRB. All right, well, she got that last move, and so the one that I'm going to send her now is plane, like an airplane. So if you want to look that up, it's hashtag PDplane on Instagram. Okay, what about this one? Oh, um, let's see. <laughs> Damn, this looks complicated. I have no idea, but I am definitely not doing that shit anytime soon. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. That that looks like it hurts. I don't even know how she got in. Oh, this 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 shit looks painful on your neck. No, <laughs> like, good for her, but but no. <laughs> Big no. Um. Well, what does it look like? Can you describe it for our audience? It looks like kind of a bow and arrow pose, but like she's holding herself up um, from her neck and her shoulders, so it's like. You know, imagine you're kind of going into a flagpole type thing, 
and then you're bringing your feet over your head as well. I can't even do this from the floor. This looks painful. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't even do this trick. I would probably be in too much pain trying to do it. If you had to name it, what would you name it? I need a chiropractor or some shit. Cause <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, chiropractor is already taken. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say... Man. I would say murderous bow and arrow. Shit, murderous bow and arrow. I love it. Well, <laughs> this is actually called plane. PD plane. Like an airplane. Wow. Yeah, and I don't I don't know why. It's so funny because I always think it's interesting, like, why do people name the moves that they do? Like some of them make total sense and others you're like, Where where did they come up with this? <laughs> oh yeah, like the bread basket. I'm like, this move doesn't look anything like a bread basket. Like Right? Or like the same move will have like three or four different names. Like I think the bread basket if I'm thinking of the same move as you. It's an inverted move, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know it by, like, a couple of different names. Like, I think I've known it as Breadbasket, Bird's Nest, a fake Aisha. Yeah, those are just three right off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know some, I know, like, things like Aisha is, like, I think, uh, like, Roxy, Aisha, I think they're named after, after strippers. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Well, thank you so much again for joining me on the show. If our audience wanted to find you on Instagram, where can they find you? My Instagram handle is hijabiluscious. One last question before you, before I let you go. What are you? I am a bad bitch pole dancer. Yeah, you are. (laughs) 